And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. One final time here from East Lansing, Hale Varsity Radio, Roadshow Friday, Cornhead Lager powering Hale Varsity, Chris Schmidt, Connor Clark. Many of you in the stream, not uh, not on board with Greg Henson, uh, our Michigan insider. Uh, Greg is someone I've known for years. He was on with us during the Michigan week. This is his take on things. You can absolutely disagree with it. But when we uh, are worried about the uh, – the uh, what's the word I'm looking forward? Uh, the uh, credibility of the show. I, I bring on really interesting guests. I try to, and and Greg has his theory. Greg's been right. He was the guy who was the the Michigan guy on uh, on Harbaugh coming back to to college football from the NFL. So I, I want his opinion on this thing. And we'll see how things play out with the Big Ten. Listen, uh, there's many Nebraska fans that can't stand Michigan. There's many in the Big Ten that can't stand Michigan. Totally get it. They're they're arrogant, man. And they are the the big dog right now. How did they get there is the question. And we'll see what shakes out here from it. Uh, I I think you need to be able to know what everybody's doing, or at least have people in charge, Connor, that know what's going on, uh, on staff. You can't, as the CEO, i.e. head football coach, know at all times what everyone's doing. And it's creepy looking to know that you're 30 and three since your COVID season and you've owned Ohio State. Uh, Are you doing that because you're just that much better or is there a competitive advantage and it looks like there's a competitive advantage. And what lengths would Harbaugh go to? You have your opinion and your take on on this thing. And uh, I welcome the comments. Uh, but I just wanted Greg's perspective because of where he's at in the situation. You've got you've got the anti-Harbaugh side, the integrity integrity of the game side. And then you also have uh, your your Michigan side. So I wanted Greg's take on that. And uh, he has always been about kind of moving that needle. Uh, and a lot of you didn't like the needle. <laughs> hey, it happens. It happens. No, it's good. No, Greg's good stuff. Appreciate him coming on. And uh, you can absolutely disagree with it. But thanks for checking that out. Uh, A. Beef says, I like Jack Ebling better. (laughs) (laughs) As we had that on. Uh, Walter says, that was quite an interesting interview. Uh, And Chris says, look, Harbaugh knew he hired Stallion. Proper vetting is done when someone is onboarded. He came from a military academy with with the same U.S. spies where they're trained. (laughs) Michigan should forfeit. Uh, well, Gray Woman says the guest had an, a platform to insult our intelligence. It made such an unconvincing case. I get a chuckle, and I choose to believe that's why you burned a whole segment with him. Well, good work, Gray Woman. Let's get into the um, <laughs> Friday forecast. What a transition into segments. Yeah, from from our dear friend and Michigan insider Greg Henson to Klausberg. He's imaginary and wears red. Claus, how we doing? 
Well, I'm doing okay. I'm not sure if we're worried about the credibility of the program that bringing me on right now is probably in the best <laughs> interest of it. <clears throat> but we'll do our best. I will tell you, I think we have some credibility. I've been working like a mad scientist this week in the in the laboratory, and I think I found a replacement for the little blue pill for the elderly folks in Nebraska that may need that little blue pill. It's called GB Rewind on YouTube. And ah, if you watch yes. that and have problems uh, making the flesh willing, why, well, you may be dead. <laughs> oh, it's a good episode, Claus. Let's head on down to Bevo land as Kansas State at Texas. K-State's rolling. Texas is hurting minus four. Connor, get us kicked off. I'm going to go with Texas here. I think they win by a touchdown. I picked this game uh, with a buddy earlier today, and I I think it's just going to be too much, Bevo. I'm going to go 37-30. Okay, you are going K- – okay. I'm going to go K-State outright. 31-28 win straight up. What do you think, Claus? Well, I'm, I'm with you, Christopher. Of course, uh, part of that is really because I'm a, I'm a fan of – uh, teams that were dominant in the 1990s. Now, I'm not talking about K-State's ridiculous decade of dominance video they put out. I'm talking about John Smoltz, who I think if he sees Texas get one more win this week, he will die. So I'm going to take K-State 27 and Texas 24. Well, it is all sorts of pressure right now at Clemson do they do they slip below 500 Irish minus three at Clemson I think Clemson's too damaged right now Notre Dame's good football they're tough they're physical they have some offense and Clemson's reeling give me the Irish outright 27 21 Connor Uh, I agree. I think Notre Dame wins this game. Clemson is just kind of down in the dumps right now. Notre Dame has seemed to kind of find its stride a little bit. I'm going to go the Irish 24-14. Claus, what happens here, Notre Dame or Clemson? Well, you mentioned Clemson's having a pretty tough year, but really they've been kind of on on the slide towards this since they lost that quarterback who resembled Jesus if he had an NIL deal with Pantene Pro B. And now it's Notre Dame that's got a quarterback that looks like Jesus if he had an NIL deal with brawny paper towels or I guess since he shaved that beard off and left the mustache, maybe an NIL deal with those 1970s films that Christopher tells his wife he swears he doesn't watch. So (laughs) I'll take touchdown Jesus in this one, 28, and Clemson 17. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, wave goodbye to Bedlam. This is tough for OU. KU outright last week, on to Stillwater this week. I think Oklahoma rebounds, but, man, it's going to be tight. 31-30, Okie State gets the cover, OU gets the win. Connor. Yeah, I agree. I think this game's going to be tight. I think OU's going to play a little bit ticked off after Dylan Gabriel did not perform well last week. I've got Oklahoma 36 and Oklahoma State 33. Claus, real quick before the break, what do you like here, OU or Okie State? Well, Oklahoma's kind of reminded me of that one friend we all have that gets in a relationship with somebody that nobody in the group likes, and so they just abandon everybody else, no matter how great the friendships have been over the years. 
talking, of course, about their dysfunctional relationship with Texas. So they'll go in for the final time with their good buddy, Okie State. And I think it's a close one, but Oklahoma rebounds 31 and Oklahoma State 27. What's our time look like, Connor? Well, we're leaving this segment in about 20 seconds. That means, Claus, can you hang on? (laughs) I suppose. There he is, Claus Byrne. We'll have Nebraska-Michigan State prediction. Hail Varsity Roadshow here in East Lansing. Big thanks to our friends at Sauter Heyman and Lazaris for helping power this roadshow. One final thought here. The forecast continues with Claus after this on Hail Varsity. And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. One final time, it's Hale Varsity Radio. We're here on the road in East Lansing at the Graduate Spartan Stadium tomorrow for the weekend edition of Hale Varsity. Real Red Reaction follows Cornhead Logger helping power Hale Varsity and Sauter Heyman and Lazarius helping make this road trip possible. Back to the forecast as we got some games to get through, fellas. As uh, Walter has reminded us that Gundy is 3-15 versus OU. San Hartman 0-4 versus Clemson. Claus, real quick here. Uh, let's get into Washington and USC. Washington minus 3. I think Washington wins by a touchdown, 35-28. Connor, what happens? Yeah, I agree. I think Washington also wins. I'm going to give them a 10-point edge. I go 31-21. USC has not looked good the past couple of weeks. Claus, what's up? What do you think here, uh, SC or Washington? Well, as I understand, Washington has a pretty good quarterback who's always kind of coming up in the Heisman discussion. And normally I'm the type of guy, as you know, Christopher, that likes to play it safe. And you'd maybe think that I'd expect the Trojans to cover and wrap up Penix, but in this one, I'm going to take Washington 35 and USC 24. All right, we got to skip LSU-Bama. I'll just say LSU outright, Cotter. I, I think I think Bama's going to win, to be honest. Okay. And Claus, real quick before Nebraska, what do you think here? Do you like Bama or LSU? Well, on the 20th anniversary of the release of the film Elf, I will say that Brian Kelly is going to be an angry elf. Bama covers. (laughs) (laughs) Nebraska, Michigan State. Connor, kick it off. I think Nebraska becomes bowl eligible for the first time since 2016 tomorrow. I got the Huskers 24 and Michigan State 7. You know... I'm going to stick with my score prediction from this morning. Part of it is my picking against Nebraska may be part of this good luck charm. So I'm going to do it again. I think Michigan State 20 to 17. Let's be wrong three out of four weekends. Claus, what do you think here? Nebraska or Sparty minus three big red? Well, as we enter the month of November, of course, this is the season to be thankful And I think Nebraska fans ought to know how thankful we should be for Michigan State. Of course, Biggie Munn hired Bob Devaney to his first collegiate job. And in fact, he might not have come to Nebraska if it weren't for Michigan State's Duffy Doherty telling him he could probably win championships at Nebraska easier than he could at Wyoming. On the other side, Michigan State should also be thankful for their conference big brother, in Michigan for making them have the least embarrassing and stupid scandal in all of college football. So they should be pretty appreciative of that. By the way, 
Where did stallions get those spy glasses out of a box of cocoa puffs? <laughs> Anyhow, <clears throat> I'll take Nebraska in this one. I think they go bowl eligible, 24 at Michigan State, 10. Claus says two touchdowns. Nebraska with the win, 24 to 10. Claus, God love you, brother. You have a great weekend. Thanks. Okay. There he goes. Claus, Claus off into the night. He's imaginary. He wears red. It is Claus Bird with the Friday forecast. Hey, Cotter, good stuff. Thanks so much. Uh, I believe Elijah has made it out of Gary, Indiana. Hopefully. And his arrival time is 11 Central. Check that. 11 Eastern, maybe 11 Central. I don't know. He's safe and sound, and he'll find his way to East Lansing. We'll be with you tomorrow morning, weekend edition, 7 to 9 a.m., the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Have a great Friday night. Thanks for tuning in to Hale Varsity.